Welcome to the Hopi Farm Talk Podcast Rewind. In this episode, the Hopi Foundation reaches into the Hopi Farm Talk vault to re-release one of the first airings of the Hopi Farm Talk. Originally aired on KUY Hopi Radio in September of 2012, host Bruce Dalawaima is joined by Kyle Knox of the Notwani Coalition as they discuss the Community Grant Program. Yes, we were talking about, um, well, letting you know that actually about Farm Talk this morning. We're going to go ahead and um, get into the right into that Farm Talk this morning. Kyle Knox is here with me, and we're really uh, excited about um, <clears throat> having this program. And we basically have scheduled it for every third Thursday of each month just to go over some of the things that the Not One Coalition is, is doing and a little bit about what happened yesterday. So <clears throat> good morning, Kyle. How are you doing? Good morning, Bruce. Thanks for having me. I'm doing better than I should. <laughs> um, I'm feeling really good about yesterday's uh, mini grant uh, workshop number two, which was the kind of like rounding out the completion of the 2012 Food and Farming Community Grant Program that was um, offered to all those comprised of the whole Hopi Reservation from First Mesa Kim's Canyon all the way up to Munkapi. So it was really good to see the kind of work being done out there with a little help and um, encouragement and support from the Nawani Coalition. Good. And, you know, just can you, um, Kyle, can you give us a little background on what, how this all started and what, what are some of the, I guess, the uh, ideas and the plans on how this is going to go with the, uh, not just the mini-grant, but also the Not One Coalition? The formation of the whole mini-grant <clears throat> mini program, excuse me, uh, came from, like all of our programming from the Not One Coalition, came from a community standpoint. So drawing upon our sources within the community, they all came together um, through various meetings and stuff. And now that we have an established community advisory board, they're the ones who kind of look at what the community needs or what they see as a need from a um, organizational standpoint. So it drew about from the various community sources, like I said, to say, you know, there's a need for a lot of various things going on in the community and sometimes a little financial help could help bridge the difference between the idea and making it reality. So drawing upon those sources and the kind of momentum we were gaining, we our Not Money Coalition decided to establish this mini-grant program to do just that, which was to offer some financial assistance for anybody um, looking to work in the realm of food and farming. And it's taken on a, <laughs> a whole new uh, face. Um, before we thought, you know, traditional um, dry farming would be one thing that we'd be looking at, and that's anything from buying new uh, yoktakas to um i don't know you can you can mm -hmm. name it um buying <clears throat> buying anything having to do with traditional hopi dry farming but what came about in the first process back in 2011 was a whole branch of new things that we never even expected that all had to do with the name food and farming so keeping that in mind the process of which we attain our food all that stuff came into the picture as well so it's it's really taken on a new face, and we're proud of all the innovation that's coming out of these projects. And and once the um, once the Net not when the coalition took this initiative on, how have how how have things changed from when you first thought about doing this and to what's happening now in terms of how um, 
you, like you mentioned, you first you, you you I guess the thinking was that it would be focused on dry farming, but now it's expanded. So how is how is um, how is that taking uh, effect as far as how the grantees are being how the grants or requests for grants are being submitted? Uh, that's a that's a good question, <laughs> and it's something that it is true that we are um, as an organization looking at ourselves as well because. Um, like I said, these these projects really did take a new face, and it was something that was um, almost unexpected, but it was still something we were willing to work with because it did force Not Winnie Coalition to look at itself and say what our vision and mission states and what our initiatives and programs are going to promote. And you can find everything that they were uh, applying for, um, for these grants within our vision and mission. It just wasn't as clear. So in doing so, you know, these um, besides our community advisory board, these grantees are our kind of like extra legs and hands in the community that tell us, hey, we're also doing this, too. You know, we could um, it's not it's outside food and our um, dry farming. There's also the um, idea of trees. You know, that's a big thing. Their tree orchards were big on Hopi, uh-huh. which was a invention or um, something that was brought by the Spanish. But right. it's something that's still here from the grapes, peach. Mm-hmm plums they're still here and for us to still manage them is something that it's um interesting and you know it's something that we overlooked ourselves right. but there was a big thing and um, the trees the gardening drip irrigation is a new thing that's associated with the gardens and then even um animal husbandry uh, type of uh, projects such as chicken coops which right. was an innovation that was brought upon in 2000. 11 which mm-hmm. inspired somebody this year in 2012 to do the same thing for themselves so that is the ultimate goal that we want to see is that we can bring about these programs that others can look at and say hey i can do this myself too you know i just didn't think about it and um maybe um, back in 2011 but now that i know i can do it as well so that's the kind of power that we want to give to everybody else so that come 2013 the options are there for you too and I, I think um, the the challenges, you know, once once people start to bring in their ideas and their are, um, I guess, their hopes that they want to do something. And how do you, because all that is happening now, and how is not when you're looking at or just uh, maybe thinking about, okay, if a person comes in, you're, what are what are some of your expectations once these grantees get their grant? And then starting to move forward, what 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 would you like to see from the grantees as they move forward? Um, the grantee uh, is ultimately responsible for the money they receive and whatnot. But for us, as a uh, kind of like a granting fiscal sponsor, it's a, it is also our responsibility to be the um, keep them accountable for the money that they that they receive from us. So in doing so, we have um, we require these biweekly reports where it just gives the grantee an opportunity to check in with us. You know, we don't want to, as, as we sometimes say, you know, take the money and run. We don't want that necessarily, but we try to hold our, our grantees accountable for the money they receive by tracking receipts, by these monthly reports. And it gives them also an opportunity just to write down, you know, the progress that they're making with their own project. And Mm -hmm. we supply them with a journal that they, uh, we saw some that people fill out and just write, and one grantee even took it upon himself to write down the whole process through the summer, and he found that he kind of created a 
how-to book uh-huh. yeah. in the realm yeah. of um, trees, tree pruning, and all that, transplanting and whatnot. And he wants to kind of give that to us as a resource for mm-hmm. our little resource library that we're building up so that come some next year or you know later on somebody's interested, we have this on hand. So it's a way of um, keeping that reciprocity alive between the grantee and us as Not Winnie Coalition. So it is a it's an undertaking, but it's one that we're willing to to go through because um, I'll go into it later. But hearing the the results that come out of these projects is what's really inspiring. It's it's more than um, just producing food. The process it takes to get to that point is what people were talking about. It wasn't just I wanted the money, I got it, I did this, and the end. Yeah. The kind of commentary that came about in between is what, it, that's the part where it's touching and it's human and it makes you relate to them. And it also gives you the chance to say, I should try that. And also, um, so from the first <clears throat> first round, I, I'll call it a round, <laughs> first number of grantees that received their grants in, uh, two, was it 2011? Yeah, correct. How many, how many of them are still continuing with their with I, I just call it a project but it's probably no longer a project now it's it's something that's that they're that they've done and now they're moving forward how many of us how, how many of them are still doing uh, what they uh, received the grants for uh post uh 2011 grant season i used to be want to call it that um the kind of the the um Communication was kind of uh, drawn out, Mm -hmm. but we did keep in contact with a lot of them. And between uh, 2011, there were 14 applicants, Mm -hmm. 13 received funded. And I want to say between those 13, I want to say 10. I mean, I want to say all of them, honestly, Uh um, because it. They wrote it in the in the application process. They talked about it and hearing about everything that they did. I want to. I would like to say. I I mean, with them. From what I can tell, all of them are utilizing the resources that they purchased from the 2011 grant and are still doing going forth with it. You know, we still uh, we still have some grantees from 2011 that'll just stop in to see how we're doing, and now and then we'll get some bringing in watermelon and their corn for us just to have it, uh, just to kind of still say, "Hey, look, I'm still doing it." And so it's a it really is it's a it's a great thing when that happens when you establish those relationships because they're interested and they. Um, they they know that we're still interested in them and we can draw upon them if need be for any kind of resource that we have in the community. You're listening to Farm Talk. I'm sit, I'm here with Kyle Knox, who is um, working with the Not One E Coalition, and and the Farm Talk is something that we've we've restarted again, and and we're right now talking about the the grant programs and the individuals that have participated. And I know Kyle, one of the things that uh, that I've noticed, and being and serving on the board, I, I was very pleased to see the one of the grantees at the Hopi Food and Agricultural Symposium. She's the one that uh, got the grant for raising chickens, and she was uh, had eggs to sell at the symposium, and that was really great to see. And so that's so that's a success story. Yes, it definitely is. So uh, we saw this grant. Um, well, I wasn't working with Not Winning Coalition, but I was working as an associate at the time. But I was able to see the kind of work that she was doing, the hope that she had for herself and in the community. And she was able to keep that going. And she's a neighbor of mine. And I was able to speak with her recently. And she told me that the whole endeavor of getting the chickens, raising them to the point where they're able to lay eggs has made 
her chicken coop self-sufficient, self-sufficient and sustainable in terms of it takes care of itself. The eggs that the money that she generates from selling fresh eggs takes care of the food that she needs to provide them. And so they pretty much pay for themselves. All it takes is a little energy and hard work for her to go out there every day and feed them and walk around with them and that kind of thing. But otherwise, she's bringing in money to keep them able to pay for themselves and maybe probably bring in a little money for herself as well, which it makes her uh, um, self-sustainable as well. And with that, she was able to do that, showcase that at our um, symposium and inspire somebody else like i said this year to say hey i can do that too that's a really good idea why not have fresh eggs and she did so so we'll have scramble eggs next next time yeah (laughs) breakfast burritos definitely or some uh, omelets whatever (laughs) whatever they want to make for for the next symposium and i I'm, i'm saying that because we've already been as a board been talking about you know what's what's coming up next now the um the other thing is how how is um because agricultural not one you know the meaning behind it and we we always talk about that it's it's about families so how is this all these things hap- that's happening right now how is that inspiring or connecting with families it's that's that's really interesting and that's a really good point that we want to bring about is that it is called the food and farming mini our community grant program community being one of the biggest highlights of the whole program and this is the one thing that during the application process um, sometimes people would want to apply for money to pay the people that would help them and um, as not winning coalition we can't sit on that um, application process or selection committee because it is uh, the people who select the applicants are drawn from various uh, occupations and uh, community members all throughout Hopi who um, align themselves with the applicants and decide whether or not they should get funding, if so, for how much. But a lot of times they look at the um, money requested and when they look for labor uh, costs, that's where they kind of draw their foot in the line and say, you know, you there you shouldn't, this is hoping you should have your family, you should have everybody come together and do this for right. you because ultimately it's going to benefit everybody. So right. automatically, a lot of times those things were cut, which was interesting. It's a good commentary on Hopi still uh, still having that idea that, you know, with these projects, mm-hmm. it should come from the people who will ultimately benefit from it. And that was back in the um, selection process. And yesterday... <clears throat> When hearing from the grantees, you really did see that and where the benefit came from because a lot of them did round up people within their family, people amongst their community, their neighbors, and everybody came together. And there were even donations. Um, wow, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of funny, but uh, one one grantee wanted to build a bread oven, and for the <laughs> roof, they needed a um, certain part, and they uh, were kind of wondering, well, what should we do to get that roof part taken care of? And mm-hmm. the idea, and like I said, innovative, you know, new ideas that right. nobody thought of. Somebody said, well, why not a car hood? It's good for retaining heat. <laughs> and somebody within the um, village said, well, I know where I can find one. Um, I hope it's the, it's uh, it was legally found. And <laughs> <laughs> but they went ahead and got that and donated that as a means of um, helping somebody who was going to build a bread oven within their village that everybody is utilizing. And that's where the community aspect comes in and when everybody realizes that the work you're putting into it uh, will benefit everybody every all the beneficiaries of that project should come together into which they did which was 
a success and and that no money can pay for you know it's um that to me that's a really big success when you see that kind of stuff that's somebody's um 1957 hot rod (laughs) 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 Uh, well anyway it uh, came out to be uh, useful (laughs) but uh, one of the things that i know from the first when I attended the first president, I missed the le- yesterday's when I, ah, God, I wish I was there. But last, the last president, the first presentation, um, and you're right, the, the family, the connecting of drawing people together, uh, the presenters, you know, just, uh, there was a lot of emotions. I mean, a lot of uh, happy emotions that, that, the reality that this is, hey, this is still alive, you know, the family part of it. So uh, I don't know if that happened yesterday, but it's, it's all part of it. Definitely. So we had uh, one grantee who dedicated his project, which was to restore a spring that had kind of uh, went under uh-huh. uh, just through erosion, wind and the waterways running through there. The the trail to get to that spring area uh, near Hope Villa and uh-huh. the actual um, place where you can draw from the spring uh-huh. was kind of uh it was pretty in bad shape and he knew that his mother was one that really liked going there and that was really hers but after her passing she i don't, I don't want to say that it was after her passing it happened but eventually over time the spring area fell fell under into which he felt that it was his duty to pay an honor and a tribute to her by restoring Boy. that and that's exactly what he did and to him you know he dedicates it to his mother and that's that's the kind of thing that you you really look at and you you have to take note of that and realize that you know there's more to all this and mm-hmm. that um the projects are going to benefit more than just being able to have a place where you can grow food but it's the process it takes to get there is what it's it brings that human emotion out and whatnot and he was he he got a he got emotional to the point where you know he he admitted to us, and who knows if he would have admitted to that in front of anybody else, but I think the fact that he was amongst his community members, we're all Hopi, and he was able to even speak Hopi and tell us, you know, that, um, you know, to have that comfort of, you know, you guys are all here doing the same thing, and I don't have to feel like I'm the oddball out here trying to do something that is maybe foreign to you, but he was able to do so and still, you know, let go of his own self and, and anything inhibiting him into which he was given he gave us a raw commentary on why he did what he did and the success of it and the fact that it did bring his whole family together in the honor of his mother and so that was something great to see those are the stories and those are the um i guess reminiscing on why they take take on these challenges and those are really inspiring and those are those are uh, things you never would think of hearing in in such a such a program, and so it's it's a great program, and I just wanted to let our listeners know that I'm here with Kyle Knox from the Not One Coalition, and this is the first segment of Farm Talk, and Kyle is right now talking about the uh, the grant program that Not One Coalition has started. And just listening to Kyle as he talks about what happened yesterday at the Hotvela Youth and Elderly Center, the the grantees all made their presentations, and this is going to continue. So, some of the things. Uh, what are some of the future plans for for the coalition? Uh, as far as the coalition's projects, uh, right now uh, with the winter time and fall upon our shoulders, we're kind of uh, slowing down just to kind of just a just a bit just to um, start planning for next year and whatnot. But at this point, we have some outreach projects going on with our partners within the community. 
and we are talking with them about the kind of things we can do to help um, spread this kind of information, you know, and on a community level. So we have outreach stuff like that going on. And then we also want to hit on everybody that are hit to uh, hit on the fact that for next year, we are going to be starting our application process earlier. Um, the first year it started late this year. We tried to start it a little earlier and we found out it was still late. So next year, our process is going to start, I think, in uh, early or late March, early April, so that hopefully by the planting time, planting season comes and all that, and it's prime for everybody to get out there and it's starting to warm up, they will have their money that they need to get their project rolling. Because it is a process. When you do get receive your granting, you do have to still go through a process that can um, take some time in order for you to receive your money. So we want to tell everybody that, you know, next year, be on the lookout. We'll be spreading information about it as soon as we can. But, you know, definitely everybody should take advantage of this opportunity here on Hopi. It's here for you. And we would love to see the new kind of innovative ways that you can use this uh, help for yourself, your family and your communities. How many grants were awarded this, this time around? Uh, out of 21 applicants, 18 were funded this year. Wow. So it was, um, that's a big jump from, or for us, in our eyes, it's a big jump from the 14 that applied in 2011 to jump to 21 applicants this year. So that's it was great. a, it was substantial gain wow. and who knows what next year might come, wow. <laughs> come yeah. out to be, but we're, we're excited and we're looking forward to that because, you know, like I said, we were always surprised at the kind of things that we're going to see on an application did you get any um, applications from, from um, like ranchers? No, not really. Actually, we didn't. I think when people hear that food and farming, they kind of put the two and two together. But no, we didn't get anything. The closest oh, okay. thing we had to livestock of any sort were the chickens. Oh, okay. And so that was um, that was that was pretty <clears throat> interesting. Actually, come to think about it, yeah, there there were no ranching applications um, mm -hmm. or anything associated with ranching that had a had a need, at least from our application. Oh wow! Okay, well, that's you know, there's still that um, that opportunity and uh, challenges because when when things start to take its um, take its hold, people start to hear about it, and on uh, hopefully on our next show, which will be October the let's see, 18th, this when we'll have another farm talk here, and maybe during that time we can we can have one of the grantees come over and join us in our discussion. And I just wanted to, again, let you know, listeners, that we're here. Uh, this is the Farm Talk Show, and I'm here with Kyle Knox from the Not One e Coalition. So any, uh, any last closing words or encouragement or <laughs> just uh, any, any other last, uh, maybe some um, the things that you guys are planning right now for, for the, uh, I know you mentioned next year you're going to start the grant program early, but what are some of your plans for that coalition? Um, let's see. For next year and for the for the future, uh, as you as any of you may or may not know, our um, curriculum or quote unquote um, not one for youth guidebook is something that we're trying to bring to a close soon. And for all of you who were there at the symposium, you saw our calendar that we developed and the videos that we created and stuff. And that's something that's the probably the biggest undertaking is that, you know, like I said, with this fall and winter time coming around, we're kind of taking it easy. But we're looking to close all that together and get it out to everybody here on Hopi so that you can all take advantage of that. I think that's one of the biggest undertakings that we see um, on our plate at the moment. So that's one thing we're trying to do all still, you know, keeping everything in mind with our 
vision, mission, and um, goals and stuff. And we want to um, have that for you guys to all take advantage of um, within your families, within your communities and whatnot. And so that's going on for next year. We have our granting program going on. Um, and we uh, there's plenty of other things that we have in mind. It's just, uh, you know, we don't want to spoil anything too early yet. It's barely <laughs> September, but... You know, um, I want to thank all the 2012 grantees, um, everybody who um, participated this year. You know, you guys all really do. Um, When we hear, like I said, that human testament and testimony as to what this program does for you and your family, that's what's it's it's rewarding. And you feel like you did something. And that's um, like you hear some people say when you hear that kind of stuff, that's when you get paid. And it it, it really do. You feel like your work is Mm -hmm. going somewhere good and that you do you're on the right path and that. When other people can benefit from your work, that's what makes your work that much more meaningful. And so when we get to hear that and, you know, they would tell their stories and whatnot. And then afterwards would say, and I want to thank not one coalition. You do. You feel you feel humbled in that, you know, you, you had a place in, in their happiness. You know, you you did that for them and they took advantage of it and they had the opportunity to make their family or community that much better. So. It was, a, it was a really good thing. So I'd like to thank you all for participating and opening my eyes to some things maybe I never even saw, which I can note on. Um, you know, it, like I said, when we bring all these people together, you never know what you're going to see or hear. So it's a, it's really rewarding. We invite everybody to apply next year. You are, It's open for all those here on Hopi. And, you know, think about anything you might want to do. But if you need a little help financially and whatnot, we advise you to please Come to our office, stop by. We're always there. Um, talk with us. We can go back and forth about how to shape your idea and stuff because ultimately this is for you and we want you to succeed. So please come by, visit us, and we hope to see more applicants come 2013. All right, great. Thanks, Kyle. And uh, just the just the, uh, thought about what you were saying, and it's, it is so true, you know, in Hopi Believe, it's the little things that count the most. That's a basic, our basic belief. And just to let you listeners know about the discussions and what goes into a lot of these planning. And we're, we're going on that road to Namit Nangwa, Sumit Nangwa, Kapchi, and all those things that we talk about. So this, these are really great stories, and I'm glad you're here, Kyle, and, and we'll continue the farm talk. So thank you again for coming. Farm Talk. We're talking about Farm Talk and the grand grants program that the Natwani Coalition has. And it's, again, it's another success story for this, this go-around. And so next year, as you heard Kyle say, we have to have plans for um, something else maybe. <laughs> but it's a good time for, for us to step back and think about so it's a good thing. So thank you again. So have a good day, Carl. <laughs> Alrighty, you too, Bruce. Thank you.